Welcome to the Soul Ties Podcast with love and life coach Dale Lawrence, helping you detox from toxic relationships. What's up, everybody? It is a now November. We are almost done with this calendar year. Back at it again, back up in the building for all God's children. It is the Soul Ties Podcast. I am your host, the love and life coach, Dale Lawrence. And I got the people's bishop with me. The people's bishop. Bishop Kevin Foreman. Yes, sir. Bishop, you've been going wild on Instagram, man. Please shout out the Instagram because you are dropping some gems that it has been totally spectacular and the people wow. need to know if they ain't following. Listen, at Bishop Foreman, follow me, connect on Instagram. You know what? You know, I know people call them gems. I call them diamonds. You know why? Because a diamond is one of the gems that's developed under pressure. And a diamond, a diamond turns into something totally different than how it starts. It starts as a piece of coal that could handle pressure. And so um, I know that's real deep for a social post, right? But the truth is, um, the things that I'm sharing is right from the word. But what's also cool about it is that there is a piece to it where everybody can relate to because everybody's felt the pressure of whatever promise I'm addressing. So follow me at Bishop Foreman, B-I-S-H-O-P-F-O-R-E-M-A-N. And let me be clear, while, while this is popping up for me, listen, for the love and life coach, Oh God, Talk. it's been crazy. <laughs> come on, hundred thousand posts, man, and hundred thousand <laughs> likes. And come on, listen. No, let's not let's not just uh, uh, slip past that. Yeah. You've been doing an amazing job, and you know I got to tell you, part of just how you move, how you flow, helped me to do these thirty second videos. Cause like thirty mm. seconds, I don't know what I got to say, but I thought I thought of you and how you know when you're a rapper, you got to say a whole lot real fast. Yeah, yeah, you do. You got to squeeze you, all those words squeeze into it in. four bar measure. So four bar measure, yeah. and you don't have thirty minutes to do it. You no, have three and a half. No, so, no, because uh, you know how they say. You know how they tell singers, take your time. Rappers can't take our time. We no, get to, <laughs> no, no, that's and why look, when rap first, even yeah. singers can't take their time. Yeah, you, got, you write about three that. And a half minutes. Man, you ain't lying. You write about that. That's why when rap came out, folks were like, I don't understand what they saying because we had to say it so fast. But that hip hop culture now, look at the age we in, man. Now everybody has to get it fast, man. You only got what eight, fifteen seconds, ten, seconds, all that just to get your message across. But we making it do what it do. But this week, yes. this week. I did a post, man, that got a lot of action, speaking under 100,000, over a small misunderstanding. God will expose how they really feel about you. That was the post. And, And before we get in, you are in this incredible series called Spiritual Adulting, and you did a message on how to get over offense. That's what I want to talk about this month is how do we get over offense? Even looking at my post, you know, over a small misunderstanding, God will expose how they really feel about you. Now, before we even get into your take on offense, when you hear my my quote over small, what, what is, what, why is that? Why, why does it always take something very small for, like you think you and another person are cool and everything is going cool, but then the moment an issue arises 
or a small misunderstanding or an offense arises, then it's almost like, oh, we were never cool at all. We were never friends at all. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Frank, the question. That happens with everybody all the time. What about you? Because I'm sure that post did really well. Why do you think that post did so well? I think I think because I mean it's it's a common thing. I think everyone can relate to that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That that people will switch up or they will show a side of them that was hidden all along. But once the spirit, once the spirit of offense came up, came in, or something you know came out, that's what triggered the other person to really reveal their true intention. Yeah, I, or their true so fi- or their true feelings. You know what I'm saying about how they felt about you, right? You know, I, I think the the, the scripture uh, that comes to mind, um, you know, it is First uh, John. It's First John two, and uh, and nineteen. It says they went out from us because they didn't belong to us. If they belonged to us, they would have stayed with us. But the fact that they left means that they never belonged with us. Um. And that scripture, I think, is it just lays it right out that, you know, so many times we can think it's one thing until something happens that shows us it's something else. Mm. And we can often think that's a bad thing. It's not. That's a good thing. Better I find out now what you really think about me than when I need to depend on you to only find out that you don't think much of me. Hmm. Bible says to have faith uh, to be to have confidence in an unfaithful man is like a it's like a ankle out of joint. Um, it's like a decaying tooth, I believe one translation says. Like it's the worst pain to depend on somebody to be there, um, and they're unfaithful. In other words, they 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 have no loyalty to you. They have no commitment to you. It's a good thing to find that out, and it's a good thing to find that out sooner than later. So really, what most of us should be doing is saying, Lord. Reveal who belongs in my life and and what their purpose is in my life. Do that more quickly mm. so that I don't waste time thinking that this is going to be a friend when they're really a foe. Yeah, well, everyone struggles with offense, right? Yep. Um, give us some nuggets, especially from your message, which was awesome, by the way, man. I got to tell you, I love very, very thoroughly enjoyed that message. Thanks. But uh, – Give us, yeah, let's let's give the soldiers some insight on how to handle offense. So this is it. So to all the soldiers, Paul says it like this. When I was a child, I spoke like one. I thought like one. I reasoned or made decisions like one. And I think one of, one of the things that, that's super important to understand is that Paul says, but when I became a man... I just separate from some childish ways. And so um, when you talk about separating from childish ways, that means you have to look at um, what about you handles things in a childish way? What about you handles things um, that are that is not an adult, an adult fashion and an adult way to do it and a spiritual adult way to do it? And offended is one of those ways. And, and let's define it because most people will say, I'm not offended. I'm not offended. Well, your tone, your tone betrays you. I'm not offended. I'm not offended. Your attitude betrays you. I'm not offended. I'm not offended. 
a lot of the times those things betray you because offended means resentful or annoyed as a result, here's the line, of a perceived insult. Perceived means you can be offended by something that didn't happen, but it only happened in your mind. And perception is reality. So even if something didn't really happen, you can think that it happened. And consequently, um, what ends up happening is that you believe, based on this perception, that, you know, uh, well, I was done wrong. And because I was insulted, even though you may not have been insulted, case in point, um, someone may not text you back and now you're offended. I can't believe you didn't text me back yet. You all on social media. Okay. Well, that's a perceived insult because here's the deal. How do you know that they got your text? Mm. How, how do you know that they didn't respond and just forgot to hit? I can't tell you how many times I have forgotten to hit respond. Mm. I forgot to hit respond to somebody. So the danger of getting offended because everybody's going to be insulted. Everybody's going to mis be mistreated. Everybody's going to, uh, um, you know, feel like they've been mishandled, but being offended is the choice to mishandle it. So being offended is the choice. It's, it's when people say that really offended me. What you're really saying is I'm a big baby. Now come coddle me. That's what that means. That's what that means. Cause offended is the choice to mishandle it. Um, it's the choice to mishandle it. And so many people can be offended by something that never really happened. Let's look at this. So resentful or annoyed. Resentful means you're feeling or expressing bitterness or indignation at having been treated unfairly. Annoyed means you're angry and irritated. This is why there are certain people when they speak, you get angry. When you look at the way they eat, you get angry. Why? Because you annoyed and because you irritated. Bitterness is the residue of a painful experience, which means it's over, but you're not over it. It's done, but it's still in you. So when you, when you look at all of this, then it says indignation. That's anger or annoyance provoked by perceived unfair treatment. So in offense, we have a lot of assumptions. We have a lot of assumptions. We have a lot of assumptions. You and I, we communicate every day virtually yes. and many times more than one time a day. Yep. Uh, there was a time I said something to you. I said I was going to, uh, I was going to call you back and I, I quoted an hour. Now, uh, I was coming from the gym and all of that. And because of our connection, um, you, you know, um, we ended up having to push that thing to the next day. And you mentioned it. And what happened? I said, I apologize. I said, now, you knew good dog. Oh, well, I, when I said an hour, I meant preaching hours. I meant two to three. Preaching hours. But, <laughs> preaching hours. You know, I meant two to three. Whatever you say, something is, you know, you got to add a little something on there. And, and so offended people, you know what? See, he told me an hour. It ain't an hour. See, he don't care. He don't... No, no, no. Wow, wow. It's a choice to mishandle something. Mm. See, because we're connected, there is no way, safe, form, or fashion that that could be a reason for us. And I ain't talking to him today. He gonna learn. He gonna call me back in an hour. No, that's the choice to mishandle it. That's it. And that's what many people do. They mishandle it. And you want to know what the real cause of being offended is? It's pride. Because the only thing that can get offended is your ego. Mm. That's the only thing that can get offended. That's the only thing that can get offended. And here's what everybody needs to know. You've offended people, so don't play the victim. I'm just so offended. Baby, you are not the victim because you've offended people. But I gave, Pastor, these four steps. These four steps to how to get over being offended. Oh, that's good. Because when good. I asked the question in church and I asked the question online, uh -huh. virtually everybody's hands went up. Really? Which tells me, I was like, oh, my God, this is why people, especially even Christians in church people, they so mean. Mm. And they're so negative and such gossips. Wow. 
and have such bad attitudes because everybody walking around offended. About, Praise the Lord, but you're offended behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I don't like the way I don't like the way she looked at me when I came into church. I ain't coming next week. If you don't go sit your offended behind down. Wow. Okay, wow. here's number one. You want me to give them? Let's go. A, so it's A, B, C, D. I made this simple for y'all. A, you need to acknowledge it's a stumbling block. Jesus told Peter in Matthew 16, he says, Peter, get behind me. You're an offense to me. Mm. Offense means stumbling block, hindrance, dangerous trap, obstacle. And watch what Jesus told Peter. He says, what you did to offend me, I'm putting it behind me. Come on, watch the point. He says, I'm putting you behind me and I'm putting the spirit behind me which means you're not going to pull me into this trap. This is a trap. Because what was Peter actually saying? Now, check this out. Peter was telling Jesus, you ain't going to die. I'm going to be with you forever. I'm going to be with you forever. This ain't going to happen. This ain't gonna... And Jesus was like, shut up. You are a stumbling block. You are a trap. And I'm not falling for this trap. Mm. So, when the, 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 so getting offended is a dangerous trap. What do you do with a mouse trap? The goal is to keep the mouse there so that it dies from paralysis. Ain't nobody going to say nothing to me. Wow. There's many people where you have been stuck because you've been offended. The mouse trap doesn't always instantaneously kill the mouse. It'll keep the mouse there so that the mouse can't what? Can't eat, can't sleep. Come on, let's talk. Can't eat, can't sleep, can't do what it needs to do. And so now he dies because he can't move. Number one, you got to acknowledge it's a trap. It's a stumbling block. It's a hindrance, right? Number two, B, be slow to anger. Like some people get, they go from zero to 100 real fast. And I can put my hand up right there because sometimes I can be honest. I go from zero to 100 real fast. But the Bible says oh, yeah. that we're to be slow to anger, which means here's how this works practically. Before you call yourself getting offended with somebody, chill out and go ask some questions. How are you going to get angry based off of assumption? Assumption is the lowest form of intelligence just above stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lowest, but just above Bars. stupid. Just above stupid. So you don't, you know what? Yep, yep. I ain't even going to call them back. Okay, but I thought you said you cared. So why would you not call them to get clear? Let them tell you they hate you. Don't just assume they do. Let them say it. So now you know. Let them be clear. There are many people who what ends up happening is they, they get angry really fast. So they're unfollowing people. They're blocking people. They're quitting this. They're quitting that. They're leaving church. They're not giving. They're doing it. Whatever it is, all based on the fact that they assume. Because anger makes you assume. Makes you assume. Can I give you an example of this? And then I only got two more. We out. On this past Sunday, on the day, now check this out. On the day I'm preaching about not being offended. At the 11 o'clock, our second service, at 11.15, um, normally there's a countdown. And so I come into the auditorium. I open the experiences with prayer because I like to make sure we start on 10 and stay on 10. And so we're walking out. As we're walking out, they just started. And I was like, what's going on? So then I walk out. All of the screens in the auditorium are, they're not on. I'm like, what in the world is going on? I'm like, what is going on here? So then I walk to the control room where production is. And I'm hot as a firecracker, right? So this whole slow to anger thing. So I get so mad. Listen, I'm, can I keep it 100, Pastor? Keep it 1,000. Let's go. I take my glasses off. I throw them on the floor. <laughs> I'm so mad. 
I'm so bad. Listen, I can be honest though. You can't judge because come I can be on, honest. no, no, no. This is a no. I know not you. Zone. I'm talking about yeah. the people listening. Oh, people definitely. Yeah. Supposed to be a preacher, baby. Bye. Okay, sure I am. And I, I got so heated because here's why. Because I didn't want my online family. Harvest is has a, as you know, we have a huge online family, and so I did not want our online family not getting part of the experience. Like this is not acceptable. That, that my online family is just just as important to me as the people in the building. Um, if not more, because they can't physically touch me. And so as a result, I'm hot. And I'm thinking, what are y'all doing? What's going on? There was a power surge that happened. And while I'm in the control room, they're taking a group of kids to the restrooms in that part of the facility. And those kids don't care nothing about what's going on. They don't know what's going on. So when they see me, hey, Bishop, hey, Bishop, I love you, Bishop. So I'm giving hugs and and I didn't throw my glasses, and I and I, I I can't be mad in front of the kids. Yeah, I can't tell the kids, y'all. I ain't trying to hug y'all right now. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and so I was like, that test came fast. Mm. It happened so fast. Production didn't have time to fully. They were trying to solve the problem, so they couldn't communicate to the adjutants who served me. They couldn't tell them what was going on because it happened so fast. They were trying to solve it. Now, what if I would have went back there? Y'all ain't doing it right. Y'all don't know what you're doing. What would have happened? I would have said a bunch of stuff that was assumptions because I was angry. And now I would have been offended. And then what I would have done? What would I have done? I would have offended people. Mm. So God sent those kids back there to make my anger go to zero. That's good. And for some of y'all, there are things that God sends so that you can calm down because you're doing too much. You're doing the most. Wow. Number three, number three, choose to forgive. Now, this is the hard part about offense. Bible says, Proverbs 17, 9, he who covers uh, an offense uh, seeks love. Covers doesn't mean um, what we think of. A lot of times when we think of covers, we think of like cover-ups, right? It doesn't mean that. It means closes out. What does that mean? Think of when you go to a restaurant. You have to close out your ticket. You got to close it out. It's the same concept. God says, there's some things you just need to close out. Like, why do you still have them owing you a tab? It's been two years. Why do they still owe you a tab? Right? That's what it means. You got to close it out. And then finally, finally, don't think that forgiveness means fellowship. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I say it all the time at the seminars. Don't think that forgiveness means fellowship. Because a lot of people will say, you know what? If you forgive me, everything has to go back to the way that it was. That's not true. Sometimes what you have to do for, for forgiveness is say, I forgive you, but I'm no longer going to be in your punching radius. Mm. What does that mean? Somebody keeps punching you and you keep walking back into their punching radius. That's on you. That ain't on them. It means I forgive you, but I'm no longer giving, here it is, access to certain areas of my life. Some, you know where you normally have to do that? You have to do that with family. Because because they're family. So you're probably going to keep dealing, you know, have some level of interaction with them. Holidays are coming up. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And some of y'all are going to be sitting in the room with who you were offended by. You're going to be sitting across the table. They're going to be acting like they didn't do nothing. They're going to be acting like they don't owe you some money right now. <laughs> right? And guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to say, you know, you know, I, you know I, I ain't got to be mad and have an attitude. I'm not, Listen, I came to eat. I'm going to have a good time. I'm not offended. Oh, you want to, uh, you want to run? No, I'm good. Mm -mm. Nope. Forgiveness does not mean fellowship. Bible says last verse in Romans, it says, if you find somebody causing offenses, mark them. So you know what you need to do? 
you need to mark certain people like that mark right there. That's a mark. I marked that one right there. Nope. I'm not. Uh. Uh-uh, we ain't going to eat nowhere because that's a mark. Mm. We're, we're not. We're not. I'm not lending them anything. That's a mark. Okay. And it doesn't mean that in a negative way. It just means I'm doing what the Bible says. I've discovered that you can't be trusted like that. So I'm not offended. I just marked you. That's how you get over offended. A B C D. Do the recap, man. Real hit, hit them quick with the recap. A B C D. A. Acknowledge it. To- Acknowledge it's a stumbling block. Be slow to anger. Choose to forgive. Don't think forgiveness means fellowship. Oh, that is one for the books, Bishop. Amazing. And I'm going to close out with the word of God, man. Colossians 3 and 13 says, be gentle and be ready to forgive. Never hold grudges. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And, of course, the hallmark of love, 1 Corinthians 13 and 5, says love is not easily offended. So do everything in your power, my fellow soldiers, to not let this world, not let people, not let family offend you. This has been another banger from the boys. Bishop Kevin Foreman. Yes, sir. The people's bishop, by the way. And the love and life coach, Dale Lawrence. We will see you on the next edition of the Soul Times Podcast. Peace and love. Thank you for listening. We would like to bless you with the Soul Ties Stimulus Package, which includes the Detox ebook, message, and exclusive podcast episode. Text Soul Ties, S O U L T I E S, to 888 756 8681.